Welcome to Elevated Leadership, where we embrace the truth that everyone is a leader, whether they recognize it or not. The secret to having great impact lies in how well we lead ourselves above all else. I'm Jenny Young, a hospitality entrepreneur and certified professional coach with over 20 years of experience as a leader. Having learned the ropes the hard way, my mission is to simplify the journey for you. Let's take this path to elevated leadership together. Welcome back to Elevated Leadership. I have to tell you, I had so much fun creating that last episode, and this whole podcast and process has been such a dream of mine. Of course, when I listen back to it, I can hear and see all these ways that I can improve or try a new approach, and that's really an important part of being a leader. It's that willingness to try, the willingness to accept what is, and then the willingness to improve from there. The fact that you're here listening to this tells me that you're on board with that for your own life and you're interested in that same approach. I've been thinking a lot about this story. This past summer, my seven-year-old daughter Isla discovered that she loved roller skating, and very specifically, she loved roller skating in public, like down a sidewalk. And she told me that public roller skating was her true passion. So throughout the summer, she would announce to me that she needed to do some true passioning. And I fell in love with that term. And then I started to notice when I saw other people true passioning, or I started to feel when I was doing it. Out in the world on social media, there's so many examples. And it really warms my heart because true passioning has such an energy behind it. You can see or feel when it's happening. And it's like the thing that you feel so alive doing. And it may not click for other people when they see it, but you just know deep down, it just feels so right for you. It's never draining. So when I'm working with clients or I'm having a real impact in our own businesses or even talking about leadership like I am here, I'm true passioning. And I love to see other people doing what they were born to do. It's so refreshing to witness and celebrate. I share lots of examples that I find on social media on my Instagram page, which is at Elevated Leadership. And I'd love for you to send me the examples that you find or that you have in your own life. All right, let's dive in because today's topic is a goodie. I am telling you guys, we're on episode two and I'm not gatekeeping here. I'm not gonna warm you up with any small concepts because you're here to transform your business and I'm here to encourage it. So anyone who knows me or has worked with me knows how important this particular concept has been to my success and my overall peace. I am talking about establishing your core values and aligning all of your decisions with them. We are about to unravel this concept that any of you can work into your life or your company, and it will help you to make decisions with ease, to ensure the right people are in your life, to keep yourself consistent and on track. So this is big. Your core values become the touchstone that you return to for everything. All the well-known and successful corporations out there in the world have their values mapped out. And they do that for very good reasons, but oftentimes small businesses and independent leaders are missing the boat on this. There are so many leaders out there, and this is very understandable, who get overwhelmed making decisions or let the wrong people stick around for too long. They might struggle to maintain boundaries or find themselves overthinking. They have difficulty attracting the right people, and they tend to take what happens in life personally. So everything that I just listed is a huge energy drain. And by establishing your core values and then working your life through those values, everything becomes simpler 
and it increases the energy that you have available to deal with the real things that matter. So what are core values? These are really the guiding light that will steer your company vision and operations. They're the qualities or beliefs that you want everyone on your team to easily share and be on board with. And when they're done properly, they are what are going to drive your choices and your direction. So I'll get into the guidelines or the quote how of finding your values in a bit. Now, I'm sharing this from a small business ownership standpoint because that's my personal reality. But as with everything in leadership, you can tweak it to apply to any role that you're playing, even if it's on an individual level. So don't assume, well, I'm just an employee. I don't have any power to do this. Yes, you do. Doing this in your own life will change the world around you. You also do have a voice within the company that you're working for. And if you feel like you don't, that might be a values misalignment that you get to look at. Why is this so important? Because when you're clear with yourself, you become clear with others. And as we know, Brene Brown has said that clear is kind. About seven years ago, I hit a rock bottom as a business owner. And I started to really look at why our business and my life felt so exhausting. It was just an uphill battle every day. And I also am pretty positive that I was miserable to be around because I felt miserable internally. And that made sense because everything I was doing was taking so much more work and energy and emotion than it really needed to. So when I saw that what wasn't happening around me, I was ready to understand why. And around that time, I listened to this episode of a podcast called Restaurant Unstoppable. And it was this specific interview with this woman named Raji Sankar. And I looked it up. It was episode 429. And she made this quick recommendation that restaurant owners could create their core values and use them in everything that they do. And her brief mention of that sparked this whole new understanding for me that maybe it didn't have to be so hard. And how nice would it be if I stopped trying to be everything that I wasn't to appeal to people in situations that didn't actually naturally align with what we were? I began to realize that most people who didn't work out in our business, whether that be customers or employees, simply shared different values. They weren't better or worse. They weren't good or bad. It wasn't a judgment. It just simply wasn't an alignment. And when I could accept that, I could make quicker and easier decisions rather than getting hung up on the emotion and the personalization of it. And no one was at fault. If we as a business didn't really know who we were, how on earth did we expect to attract the right team and the right customers? Because we were so new to this and very small at the time, we kept our value finding process very small. It was basically Jeff and I working out our company core values between ourselves, and we had another top employee collaborator who helped us out as well. We kept the process small because that felt helpful to us as we were discovering so much about our own business, but you can make it as large as you like. You can have a group brainstorm, involve your customers and employees in asking them what they enjoy the most about your business or working with you specifically. You can really work with what feels right for you. And with technology today, it's really simple to gather feedback that you can integrate into your values. But it's also important to know that these values aren't just pretty words on paper, and they're not the qualities or beliefs that you wish you had These are not what you wish you could be. 
These are values about what you genuinely are and what makes you work. If you're a solopreneur or a small business leader, you may find, like I did, that the values are truly an extension of yourself, meaning that they have a lot of crossover with your personal values. And that makes a lot of sense because you really are the heart of your business. And for larger operations, the values may be more of a collective understanding because the company has so many moving pieces and so much more to take into consideration. Values rarely change, but I will say at Side Street, we did revamp ours a year or so ago. And that was mainly because I realized we had too many and they were hard to remember and share. So we wanted to simplify and pare down. And for that process, we did make it a group exercise and we involved all of our top leaders in that. So this is just an example to show you that there's no right or wrong way to do it as long as you get to the outcome that feels right for you. Now, that was my personal value discovery journey, but let's talk about what it will change for you when you integrate this. How will this actually help you? After establishing, first of all, and then living out your values, you're going to be able to filter all of your decisions through your values. And what I mean by that is that when you're stumped or you're making a decision that feels like you're at a crossroads, you'll be able to ask yourself, How does this person or choice or opportunity align with my values or the values of this company? And this makes your decisions so much simpler, quicker, and far less emotional. When it comes to building a team, you'll be able to develop interview questions to attract the right people or weed out the misaligned people. We share our values with people before they even have their first interview. And then when we sit down to interview them, we reflect back to them and ask them, Which ones stand out for you? Where do you see examples of this in your own life? Because you can't make other people be in alignment with your values, you have to seek out the ones that actually are naturally. There have been times where I've sat down to an interview and I've sent them the values in advance. And when I know that they haven't even looked at them, and I've been clear that it's important to our business and to what we do, that I won't say is a deal breaker, but it definitely makes me take notice that possibly there's a misalignment in values already. What else? It will allow you to quickly face when it's time to part ways or shift course because someone or something isn't in alignment. Because really, it helps to not take people or events personally. Sometimes it's a misalignment in values, and it's not good or bad. It's simply the facts. Also, This whole process allows you to get clear with yourself, which we know I'm a huge fan of, because when you're clear with yourself, you can be clear with your employees, customers, clients, and honestly, the whole world around you. It's really so liberating. And very importantly, this process allows you to create a more consistent and a safer environment for your team. They'll know what to expect from you and from each other, which then creates more employee satisfaction and retention. I have a great real-world example of this in our business. One of our values was to embrace change to grow. And this felt very important at the time because we were in a real growth pattern, and that required us to have a team that enjoyed change. I'm not just talking about tolerating change, but actually embracing it. We had an incredible employee who was amazing at his job, and we were so lucky to work with him. He was punctual, careful about what he did, so respectful. I could go on about all of his great qualities. 
But the rate that we were changing was a challenge for him. Change can be messy, and he was a self-identified type A person. And this phase that we were in as a business didn't align naturally for him. So it caused stress and friction in the business and in his own life. We couldn't stop changing at that time, but we also couldn't force him to enjoy change. Knowing that this was one of our values and looking at that with him allowed us to part ways on a very positive note. We respected and appreciated him, and we felt that from him as well, but it simply wasn't the right fit. He went on to find a job that was more established and consistent and found so much success there. Also, we were able to bring in a new team member who found the change and growth that we were going through very exciting. As always, I'm not here to tell you how to do things because you're all listening to this from a different lens, but I will share some guidelines and then whomever you are or wherever you want to use this, you'll be able to do it. Here are some guidelines I would recommend if you're just getting started on this. First of all, keep it to one to five values. Three is probably a sweet spot. But if you get much more than five, they become hard to remember. And if they're hard to remember, they'll be hard to integrate into your life and your business. Number two, remember that core values are what you are. They're not what you're striving to be. Three, you as the leader need to be able to walk the talk, especially if you're going to use these values as examples when you're working with other people on your team. Four, you can change your values, but don't plan on it. These aren't a fad or a trend. So when we revamped ours, it was really more about paring down to the true essence. We started out with 10 values and it was truly too many. So we combined some that were redundant or that we had shifted out of. And we moved from 10 that were really great to three that truly embodied us. The fifth guideline would be to own these values and to share them wherever you can. These are not meant to be a secret. You should be proud to share them. Share your values with your employees before the first interview. Put them on merch, in your handbook, on your website, in social media posts. You get the idea. You want people to know what you stand for because it can help them decide if you're the right fit for them or not. I hope I've fully convinced you on the value that doing this practice can bring to your life or to your business. And I want you to also know there's so many different ways that you can start. I would definitely recommend doing some research and looking for inspiration. That's one area where I began. Google is a beautiful thing for this. You can really look at what companies do you admire and strive or feel aligned with and check out if they have some values. If they're doing it right, they'll have it on their website. It won't be something that's difficult to find. And then use that as inspiration to spark words. There are so many different questions that you can ask yourself when you're starting this and really wondering, what do your very best customers employees share in common? And what about the opposite? What about the people who are clearly not a good fit? What do they share in common? What do you want to be known for? What do you feel is underrated in your company? What beliefs do you have that set you apart? And what types of people or interactions energize you? These are big umbrella questions that can help you dive into what the essence of you and or your company really are. And if it inspires you, you can get other people involved in the process. 
You can hire a business coach to assist you through the process, or you can talk with other people who you work with or who know you well. It should feel fun. And oftentimes having an unbiased person there to ask questions can be really helpful. This is one of my favorite focuses that I work on with my leadership clients because I know that when they're done and they have those values really ironed out, they are going to see such a shift in their lives. I have to tell you, we have some people who look in at our business from the outside and they'll make comments like, well, they can't really be that happy. That must be fake. And we aren't actually that happy. That's not the word that I would use to describe what's happening when we're working together or doing what we do. We have a multitude of struggles. Honestly, every single day, we face hard choices. We'll see things differently. But beneath all of that, we are aligned, and that does make us happier. Aligned people are allowing things to flow and work with ease, and there's less force or friction, and there's more actual power. There's this difference between force and power. So you're moving out of force, which is forced, and into power. And when we're internally aligned with the world around us, it's just a more enjoyable process. All that newly available energy is what allows you to succeed and get things done and feel really good about doing it. Last week, we discussed the power of moving out of fear and into trust. And this is a great example of doing that. Because when you're establishing your values, you're trusting who you are and what your business is. You're leaning into that without the fear of who won't like it or who it won't work for because you trust that the right people and situations will come in to fill those spaces. You can know that some people won't be aligned with what you're doing, and that's totally fine. It's actually a great success. You can be clear on who and what you are in order to clear out the misaligned people and situations and make room for the aligned ones to come in. And in case you're wondering... The values that we work through at Side Street Cafe are to act with integrity, communicate with clarity, and keep growing. And when I look around at the people in our business who are the most satisfied working with us, they're the people who enjoy this process in their everyday life. We didn't need to teach them these values. They came to us with them. Well, once again, this has been a blast. Thank you for true passioning here with me. And I'd love to hear how this works for you and what you're taking from it. I have a few individual coaching spots available to start in 2024, and I also host personalized group and team workshops. You can learn all about that at elevatedleadershipgrowth.com. And it makes a big difference for all podcasts, but especially those of us who are just beginning, if you'll share your comments, your five-star reviews, and even subscribe so that you can be notified when new episodes come out. None of this is possible without the Elevated Leadership team, our producer, Mike Perlman, our creative partner, Allison Shank, and of course, thank you to Swan Studios for this beautiful space where we can make these conversations come to life. Until next time, I'm Jenna Young. Keep leading with impact. 